The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Jen, Gabe and Chewy. Chester Jones has 17 Super Bowl wins. It's just like you said, Gabe, it's generation. You can't measure these guys because the rules are so different. By the way, that's a hell of a prediction that in 2078, the name Chester is going to make a comeback. Yeah, Chester. That's a, that's a big know, that's a big swing, too. That's a big Chester, prediction. The, the only Chester that we really know is the Cheeto guy. So yeah. And oh. the little Chester dog Marvel. from Looney Tunes. You want to play ball? You want to go, go get a snack? Huh, Spike? <laughs> you're my friend. You're my pal. Oh, that- you don't know Chester? Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamora. Here's Jen Latta. All about it, we all about it. They make the plans. We sit and count. Our chairs stack just like a mountain. You heard about it. She running around. She wants to ride. She's trying to hide. Hell of a Super Bowl yesterday. Good play, good drama. I'm watching Get Up right now. They're showing when Patrick Mahomes got injured in the first half, about a minute and a half left in the first half, and he was grimacing on the sideline, on the bench, and you wondered if he'd be able to play in the second half, and I assumed, too, that they were going to tape him up and shoot him up and get him back out there, and they, well, he was back out there. (laughs) The other stuff is all hearsay and hypothetical, but he was back out there for the second half after looking uh, very uncomfortable with that injury in the first. It looked like it was the ankle again that he had been uh, battling, that he has been struggling with. He played very well. Jalen Hurts played very well. But there were some things that did not go well in the Super Bowl. And we talked about the referee moment at the end of the game and whether or not they should call that holding call, whether it was egregious enough to throw the flag, knowing that it would ultimately give the Chiefs the victory. They'd get into field goal position. They'd be able to kick a chip shot. But also, guys, the playing surface That was a big topic of conversation yesterday, how much these guys were all slipping out there, Chew, um, and they were playing on grass. I know that the playing surface has been a big point of contention. I know that Gabe made a really, really strong point when we talked about this a few weeks ago, I guess it was months ago at this point, when all the players were campaigning about the slit turf, and Gabe said, well, the league's not going to change it because they know that it's a chip they can use to bargain with for that 18th game. They're going to say, ah, you give us that 18th game and we will change some of the playing surfaces. Not all of them, but some of the playing surfaces, which I still think is such a really great point by Gabe. But, Chew, this was grass. And these guys were out here slipping. Yeah. But the more I read, uh, I kind of get it now because they rolled it a number of times. Now, Gabe, you know about rolling when it comes to golf. Yeah, I do. I thought you were going to say when it comes to grass. I thought you were going to say when it comes to grass. Gabe, when you roll a green, right? Mm -hmm. When you roll a green without telling the people you're rolling the green, that messes you up. Yeah. I remember I was playing somewhere, they rolled the greens, and I hit a shot, and it's like it landed on the parking lot. And I'm like, (laughs) what the hell happened there? So from what I'm reading, they rolled this grass every now and then, which probably dried it out a ton, and it didn't allow the cleats to properly sink into the turf. Now, I'm not going as far as Gabe in the production meeting saying this is total conspiracy. This is to prove that turf is better. I won't go there, but, I mean, come on. 
I know more about grass wait, than these guys. Wait, that are I, wait, I want to know Bowl. the conspiracy. I want to know what's your well, conspiracy theory. Well, so again, a, a lot of players. David Bakhtiari has been one of them. J.C. Treader, former Packer, president of the Players Association, retired from the Browns this year as well. Uh, a lot of these players campaigning, as you mentioned, for that slit grass field. So it would it shock me if the NFL went fine. Here's your grass, and then kind of made it crappy, so they're sliding all over the place and can't get any traction. So then the players are like, "Oh, okay, maybe grass isn't always the answer. Maybe turf isn't all that bad." Would that shock me? No, it would not shock me if the NFL did something like that. But again, guys, I mean, from what I was reading last night, and there was a brilliant Twitter thread that was being put out there about all of the efforts the league made to ensure that this grass was going to be top quality, top notch. They grew it for two years. Two years of growing grass. What is the Snoop Dogg? Out in the sun in Phoenix. They rolled, So it was grown at a sod farm. And then they brought it over a few weeks ago, put it on the field. Then they rolled it outside every day so that it got natural sunlight. They're watering it. Apparently they're rolling it as well. It cost $800 thousand dollars just that surface this isn't a surface that the arizona cardinals were playing on on a weekly basis that you could argue okay well eight hundred thousand dollars for an nfl team that doesn't seem that egregious this is eight hundred thousand dollars simply for the surface that was used for one game the super bowl and now the arizona cardinals don't even get to use it going forward they're donating the, the to a bunch of high school high school fields Gonna find some high school fields and donate it to it. Oh, good! Like, Those kids slip all over the place too now. Fantastic! <laughs> it's like no, actually donating his to key. How to have like... they not figured this out, Chew? <laughs> this is what's crazy to me. How have they not well, figured here's the this problem, out? I think the perfect the perfect field for us to play on back in the day was one that was a little bit wet, right? A little wet because your cleats would sink into them. Now, the problem is today, I don't think guys, because I would constantly change my cleats. I would, um, the seven studs in them. Guys today don't want to play with, is it five-eighths or three-quarter? Five-eighths. Oh, let's just say three-quarter and stud because it's going to give you really, really good traction. But I think the potential for injury is higher. You know, wrecking your knee because you because you just kind of you, you plant and think, you can't go. Yeah, so. I don't think guys are willing to go to that kind of stud anymore just because it's you know like well, I said, there's a better chance. Well, Jalen switched his he shoes. Changed yeah, his shoes completely. Yep. But and I think he, yeah. Aaron Andrews said at halftime that nobody from the Chiefs had changed their shoes while there were a bunch of of Eagles players who had either changed their shoes or changed their their studs out. They were longer cleats, yeah, too, too, which meant that he didn't think he was getting yeah. the traction he needed. And, of course, so much of his game is the being able to pick up those first downs with his sure. feet. So you understand why he was like, nah, man, this ain't going to get it done. and made the switch. But it sounds to me the fact that they were rolling this turf so much, they probably weren't watering it a ton. And that gets to a point because my guess if it was 800000 if you go up to Green Bay... Um, it's it's like it's like a mesh that's there with the grass that grows through it, with some artificial grass in there, and it's what we call really really tight. You know, really really tight is not good when it comes to football. You walk the field though, right before the game. You walk the field. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I just came out for warm ups. So you didn't feel and then like I'd you go needed... through warm ups. Ah, uh, those. Uh, well. We had a word for those guys. Those are kind of the look at me's. 
The Russell Wilson's going out there running the fake two-minute drills? Yeah, that's kind of – I didn't want to be part of that. I was part of the linemen. It's kind of like – you know how cows just want to be left in the barn, really? <laughs> just milk me and that's it. That's kind of how we were. Like, we didn't want to go out until we absolutely had to, you know? And then when they milked us, they're like, all right, specialist, 1205. You don't really want to go, but you have to. Like, I wouldn't need any warm-ups to play this game. Very little. Maybe some jumping jacks or something like that. Okay, that's all well and good. That You're the you guy who that. shows up to the gym for the, the for the pickup game. Just one little stretch here, one little stretch there. Behind all right, knees, yeah. Yeah. All right we're ready to go. On. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, it's all well and good back in the day that you did that shoe, but now that you have so many issues with the turf... I understand yeah. why guys are walking the field. I and look, even if you're not as a player, you certainly have a support staff member out there walking the field, don't you? I mean, somebody is assigned to go out there and walk uh, the field to find the holes, to find the slippery spots, so that you can at least alert your yeah. players. What? He's not listening. It's expecting. Well, fi- listening. I was expecting finding the holes and finding the slippery spots would get a ding. There's been so many. I think I've hit the <laughs> ding like thirty times already in the last ten minutes. I feel like that one I could let slip by. <laughs> There you go. Made up Players don't like when it's tight. I'm telling you. You can't get in there. There you go. Gabe, you happy? Yes. It just won't you. sink in. I'm not. No. Yes. Yeah, you so you they should really water. <laughs> they should really water the field before. Uh, that's what I we're mean, talking I'm about. I'm just saying. That's, yeah. Why? What were you talking about? <laughs> I was talking about Dang. grass. I'm always talking about grass. Chewy, should it bother football fans that this is something the league seems to have so much trouble with? That from field to field, facility to facility, slit, grass, whatever it is, it seems like they haven't been able to nail down the perfect playing surface. And for a multi-billion dollar industry, it sort of feels like maybe you could kick a little money that way and figure it out, what? right? Like do some, do, I don't know what you do. You have a room over there where they're trying to create the perfect blend, like you said at Green Bay, at Lambeau, of real grass, synthetic grass, meshed, whatever, like all that stuff. It just I am a little surprised that given all of the money that we know the NFL has, this is consistently an issue from place to place. I think they have the perfect field, Jen, and Green Bay is certainly, it, I mean, it's pristine. It's one of the greatest but people fields. Are, the problem they is, slip all over in Green Bay, is, Gabe, too. I know. You know what the problem is? They don't have the right shoe. So are 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 more guys wearing the molded cleat on the bottom instead of like yeah, the studs? Suck! They're terrible for a receiver. They're horrible. You know they're okay for offensive linemen, but when you have like in my day, when you have two hundred sixty pounds flying down the field and you got to stop on a dime, you wear molded ones, and that might be the problem. If I wore molded on a surface like that, I'm on my ass the whole game. You know. Like, I would actually intermingle uh, five-eighths and three-quarters. Okay, so you'd Until have... I found a combination that I liked. So five-eighths on know? some of the spots and, and three-quarters yeah. on others. Like, my heels, because there's two in the back of the heels yep. of, of a seven-stud cleat, those were always long ones. Those were always um, three-quarters. And then the other ones. Because those are your brakes, kind of. Well, they're really not. They should be your toes. <laughs> I don't know. It's like an emergency brake in the heel. 
just drop the heel yeah. to stop yourself. But I do know this. I knew I know guys are resistant to to go to a longer cleat today just because they're so worried about their knees and stuff. Well, so one of the theories that was circulating last night on social media was that a lot of these slips were occurring where it was painted. So the lines, the numbers, the logos, etc. We can't get to a place where you are like superimposing the lines, the hash marks on the field, but they probably could get to a point where you're superimposing the logos, where you're superimposing the advertiser and whatnot. They do, do that, that in the NBA all the correct, time. Correct, because they do it in the NBA. My only thing would be, do you then, and you would have to tell me, you sacrifice the people in the arena seeing the logos. Is that something that you could, again, it's give and take. Is that something you can give up in order to ensure that you don't have as much paint on the field if, in fact, they find that the paint was the reason why guys were slipping around yesterday? If you paid whatever to go to a Super Bowl and you sit down and they don't have, because the, the Super Bowl logos have gotten so generic, you know, they just, like, like the Super Bowl 31 logo, Chewy, was a really cool logo because it was unique to New Orleans. Yeah. But now it's just like, copy and paste from the year before, just add another I or add whatever Roman numeral you need to add to make it add up to whatever Super Bowl 58 is going to be next year. But if you're in the stadium, do you really care if that logo's at the 30-yard line? I can't imagine that like adding or subtracting to your viewing experience in the stadium. Well, so then that was the argument that Scott Pioli made on social media. He was saying it seems like most of the slipping is happening where there's paint they painted the, and he said that those logos were just so big that it took up way more field than it probably should have, and that was contributing to it. And I would argue that if you are interested in the quality of the game, the quality of your product, you would be able to sacrifice the people in the arena seeing those logos for less slipping, better, uh, better product for the viewers. It's not like it's a sponsored logo. It's just the Super Bowl. If you're at the game, I think you understand you're at Super Bowl 57, right? Like, you don't need to see Super Bowl 57 on a logo somewhere. Uh, You realize where you are. I think they're making a big deal of that. I think they're a bunch of babies. I mean, it's not that big a deal. It really isn't. It seemed pretty bad, though, Uh, last night. I mean, I think it was Butker who slipped on the field goal. goal, The the doink. That's because his feet, his feet are so far out in front of his base. I mean, sometimes these players are to be, are to blame. You know, I mean, we're always taught as receivers to keep your feet under your shoulders. You know, like the whip route that these guys are running, right? Uh, the one with the, with the holding call. That so that route is called a whip route. Yep. So when they go in and they put it down and come back out. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, both they, they, those... they were conscious of that stuff back in the day. I just don't think with all the rule changes in the CBA, there's enough time to coach these guys up. And like Andy would sit there and go, look at your feet. Look at how far outside of your shoulders your feet are. That's Obvi- on you. That comes to a point where... Yeah, because obviously know? on the two touchdowns, because they ran the same play just to opposite sides of the field to opposite players for the Chiefs, the plays you were talking about yeah. earlier, Jen, where Tony starts going in motion, slams that foot down, and then just goes out to the flat. I didn't see any slippage there. Yeah, so, they seemed to figure it out. Yeah, so, and maybe I'm, I'm, but that was also in the second half that they yes. really started going to that play. So may, and again, I don't know if they changed their their footing at all, if they changed their cleats at all. So again, if you knew that that was going to be a part of your game plan in the sure. second half as you make those adjustments, I wonder if then they're just taking advantage of the field being a little I, slick as well. I really like Chewy your point about the maybe guys are just they don't want to go to longer cleats. That's something I haven't heard of of like, oh, the longer cleats lead to more knee injuries. And maybe if, yeah. if that's the case, 
then I think we just have to maybe accept that slipping could be a part of the game. Because I, I would understand that with as much money as in the game today, and you're a wide receiver, and we saw what happened to Robert Tunyon and how he's kind of just a different player. He's not as explosive since that See, ACL it, it, injury. I would yeah. understand being a little hesitant going to that longer cleat if I'm more likely to tear up my knee. And, and if you look at the field, there were no huge divots or anything like that. I think it's more of a player problem. Again, $800,000 just for that field that was two years in the making, that was installed two weeks ago and grown at a sod yeah. farm in Phoenix. Like, they clearly took painstaking measures to try to nail the grass, and they clearly didn't. At, yeah. If you look at the seven stud between when I played and today – they haven't changed. The stud is still the same. Yeah. You know, it's still the same. So I think it's more of a, a, a cleat or a shoe problem than it is the feel. Because I'm telling you, Jen, you've been on Lambo. It's pristine. It's great. You know? And they've been able they to do that. Be able to figure it out. Given the conditions of Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know, I know every place has its own, like, weather issues, and, you know, you have to, in, in Arizona, you're clearly fighting the dry heat that's out there, and it ends up being 100 degrees and whatnot, but if yeah. they can grow a great playing surface in Green Bay, Wisconsin, it does feel like it yeah. should be more universally uh, acceptable, universally done. Have you guys considered professional construction in Waukesha for all of your construction needs yet? If you have a commercial project or a multifamily or an office, they can be the team for you. They can also be the team for you if you have a home addition or you're building a new home or, like us, you're doing a remodeling project. We are remodeling our basement, and the PCI team has been super helpful in letting us know just what we can do with our space. And the first thing they did, what do you want to do with your space? What are you looking for? Of course, my husband was like, give us a pool table. They showed us the specs. They pulled them out, and they go, here's the thing about the pool table, Dario. You need a lot of space. And while you have some space, you don't have pool table space, to which I was like, duh. But anyway, the PCI team walked us through all of that, and they are going to help us turn our entire basement into another retreat in our home, and they can do the same for you. You can go to their website to see all of the things they have done, get some ideas about what they could do. That website is very simple. It's professionalconstructioninc.com, professionalconstructioninc.com for Mike and Michelle and Professional Construction Inc. Tell them Jen from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy sent you. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And then you have Raj. Who I didn't think he he just didn't have the body uh, type Ashton, of a I, right tackle. I have a question. Yes. Have a question. Who the hell are you talking about? Uh, what's his name? Yash. Raj. <laughs> like I was thinking, okay. who's Raj? <laughs> you tell us, buddy. On ninety four five ESPN. here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy as we recap the biggest game of the season. Chiefs beating the Eagles. Patrick Mahomes winning a second Super Bowl and a second Super Bowl MVP. Tie game late. Under two minutes. Tie game. Holding call. Helps the Chiefs move down the field. Get in field goal range. Kick the game winner. And Chewy said earlier in the show that, hey, he's depressed. Man, watching those two teams made him realize just how far away the Green Bay Packers are from being a legit contender in the NFL. 
So, Gabe, I'll start with you on this. All right. Watching that game last night. Yep. We talked about the talent. We talked about how the Kansas City Chiefs kind of reloaded at their wide receiver position. They do have the great fortune of having Travis Kelsey, which BTW, I had no idea. Sidebar, give me one second. There was a story circulating on social media yesterday about how Travis Kelsey got cut from the Cincinnati football team. He failed a drug test and got cut. And that his brother, Jason Kelsey, who famously also played in the game yesterday, went into the coach's office and was like, hey, give my brother another chance. Tears in his eyes. I will mentor him. I will guide him. I will make sure he gets on the straight and narrow. Don't cut his career short because of this mistake he made. And the coach was like, all right, but it's on you, right? We're trusting you to be the mentor, big brother, get him through. Turn stuff around huge contributor ended up being drafted and apparently the story goes to when Andy Reid and the Chiefs were considering drafting Kelsey the younger one they they talked to Jason and said is he good is he gonna bleep this whole thing up and Jason Kelsey said no he's good I got him and obviously Travis Kelsey has had the career that he has had in the NFL what do the Packers need to do to get to a point Gabe where they can compete with those teams what do they need to do right, right now? Well, I mean, I don't know if there's anything they can do, what they need to have happen. Uh, they need Rashawn Gary to come back from his ACL injury and regain whatever form he had before that and have the ACL injury be a non-factor. They need um, uh, they need Devondre Campbell and Rasul Douglas to revert to their 2021 forms versus their 2022 forms. They need Darnell Savage to continue to grow on the path that he was prior to this past year. It became a disappointment, and now they're going, crap, we're on the hook for $8 million. Uh, they need Jair Alexander to play more like the guy we saw in the Minnesota game versus the guy we saw previous to the Minnesota game. Uh, They need to acquire a top-end wide receiver or tight end and then continue to have the progression of the young wide receivers of Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson to a level where they are consistent starters in the in the league. I think that's it. Hey, I that, think that's pretty much so it. You know, that is a parlay I would not take. <laughs> I'm serious, right? If we're gambling, we need to go to break. And if we're gambling, and that's the parlay, I'm passing. I'm passing on that par- parlay. Exactly, hitting, guys. They need a it's lot. Too many. I think the point is they need a lot of things no. to go their way. What they need to do next, they need to be the New York Giants. They need to be the Detroit Lions because they're going to be in the weeds. We already see that with the, what, plus $3,500 bet. They have to be able to lay in the weeds and still figure out a way to get better. And and next year's goal should be to make it to the playoffs. Let's not talk about I mean, anyone on that team that's talking about Super Bowl is delusional after watching yesterday's game. But it doesn't mean they they can't make steps. they got to figure this timing thing out. And I always talk about timing, you know? Timing in the fact that that the players that you mentioned, Gabe, had probably seasons that were C's. I mean, a good part of them. Your C's need to play like B's. Your B's need to play like A's, and your A's need to play like A's. That that that's how you become a good team. Is, <laughs> Why are you laughing? Is there anyone A's like A's? Is there anyone too that stepped like? That's what I heard. Who who stepped up? Who played? Who was a C? Who's a C player that no played one. like a B? A B that played like an A? On the Packers roster? Yeah. The closest thing I would. S- no one did. Like Rashad Gary was having a, a good year, yeah. right? But he's kind of a B-fringe that played like a B-fringe. 
I mean, he didn't like the war. He didn't go out and have it trend, have it trending like Joey Bosa or one of the Bosa. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And then Aaron, your A player, played like played like a B player. A B player? It's got to go the other way. You know, like the only one I can think of, like Keyshawn Nixon's probably a D player who played like a B player. Yes. Yes. I'm just looking again at the box score. I'm looking at the box score from yesterday, guys. And again, AJ Brown. It certainly would have been nice to have AJ Brown as a member of the Green Bay Packers. I know Juju Smith Schuster was a name that we had heard. I know that when Kadarius Toney was dealing with his issues with the Giants, we batted that around a little bit. And Gabe, you said that he's probably the least of those options because they actually had a decent returner for the Packers. They did. And uh, so then you had sent that name out to us yesterday. Uh, He had the same number of catches in the regular season as Sammy Watkins. Ugh. But, but uh, to be honest, yeah, I was going to make at, that point about Sammy Watkins, guys. Do you think Aaron Rodgers um, signed off on Sammy Watkins? Do you think he pushed the Sammy Watkins? Do you think, like, I don't think any acquisition was happening last year without Rodgers signing off on it. There's a part of me that feels like he is, at, in part, responsible for Sammy Watkins being in green and gold. And when it doesn't work, I think he's got to take some of that responsibility as well. Sure, but he was the best of bad options. You know, it was like when they signed, uh, what was it, Jalen Smith? Like when Goody decided to go out and get Jalen Smith, that inside linebacker, two seasons ago. Hey, let's see if there's anything there. And there was just nothing left. There was nothing there. So he ended up, because they were in the middle of the season, he got cut right away. Because the Packers were so desperate at wide receiver, Sammy Watkins ended up sticking around longer than he probably should have. But he was the best of bad options. I I don't know. It's not like they could have had somebody better than Sammy Watkins and settled for Sammy. It was just, well, we need bodies. We do need a veteran. So I guess this guy's available. Let's see if Sammy's got anything left. So here's what's crazy, guys. If we watched that game yesterday, too, and we thought, and you all thought, wow, they're a ways away. You're telling me Rodgers wasn't watching that game and thinking the same thing? You're telling me Rodgers overinflated the guys around him or that Rodgers overinflated his own ability to play at a Mahomesian or a Hertzian level? I don't think so. I think he looked at it and went, oh boy. Darkness is sounding really good right about now. I think the beginning of last year's season, he probably thought he could cover up more than he actually could. I think the Devontae thing really just got in their head and screwed him up. Because the fact that the fact that Rodgers didn't even know that that was happening and had signed, right, very soon before Devontae said, no, I'm going to the Ra- – trade me the Raiders, I want out of here. You would think that would be the first thing Rodgers w- would have done is you're going you're gonna to sign my guy, right? And I think he bought into this, well, you know, Goody thinks that Sammy Watkins is all I need, so I guess that's all I need. And they go through this disastrous season to figure it out. Like, the first place I went was, like, Dallas Goddard yesterday, Mm -hmm. right? Eagles tight end, Mm -hmm. right? I wanted to see what kind of game he had. He had six catches for 60 yards, which is very Tunyon-ish. But the thing is, Tunyon would have been the leading receiver on the Packer with those numbers. Goddard was the third. Yeah, Devontae Smith with seven for a hundred and AJ Brown six for ninety-six. That's how you cut that's the that that's that's what they need from a tight end. Just to complement your number one receiver and still be be pretty damn effective. 
And De- Goddard had you a couple see, of big know, catches too. Like he had the third and fourteen. They found him. Like he tight small window. He was able to catch it. Had the one that was reviewed then later on a third down where he did indeed catch it. Shoe and it's like yeah yeah he only had six for sixty. But two of those catches for, were for big first downs. Yeah. Well, and let me ask you yeah. this, Gabe, very quickly before we go to break. Jalen Hurts was the leading rusher for the Philadelphia Eagles. And Patrick Mahomes was the second leading rusher for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Is there any part of you that feels like the league is making that transition? And when we talked about it when we were talking about some of the ways, Matt Ryan, I believe it was, who was on the CBS pregame show, who said you need a guy who can move the chains with his legs. That's not Rodgers anymore. A dual threat, yeah. Um, I don't think you need a true dual threat the way that 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 hurts is because I would say Mahomes Mahomes is more like what Rodgers was earlier in his career, right? Like Rod, he he very similar to mid twenties Aaron Rodgers, and Rodgers can move on occasion, but again, I think we saw that in the NFC Championship game in twenty twenty where he didn't run it in because he didn't feel like he could get it in. But maybe five years before, he decides to run that back in 2020. We saw that in the game against the Lions where he tried to flip one where everyone's oh just run it in. Dude's old. He just can't get. He, can he get you five yards? Maybe. Yeah. Can he r- rattle off a big run like m- uh, both those guys did last night? That's. It would have to be so wide open for Rodgers to be able to pull that off. I think there's still a way Jordan you can Love navigate. Could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got very similar. I would say Mahomes type of athleticism. I would say that Rodgers. I think you can work around it because it's. It's not like he was that long. I mean, Matthew Stafford won the Super Bowl last year. It's not like Matthew Stafford's. Pulling that, you know, pulling those runs off. So you certainly can work around it, but it's such a weapon that you can have when a play breaks down, nobody's open. Oh, but here's a little window that I can sneak out through and get 15 yards on the Well, ground. here's another thing I thought of See, since we're talking about offensive play calling, Chew. One other thing I thought while watching the game last night was you wonder how often Patrick Mahomes is optioning out of the play that Andy Reid is calling. Wonder if I don't he think is. he is. I didn't think no. so either. He might do, when it comes to RPOs, he has uh, he can use that discretion. But I'm saying just changing the play outright that that's never been a part of the West Coast, and it's different. And when I played under Brett, you know, as he got better and better, and better, it was all about okay. Do you know where the fifth progression is? You know, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, they don't do that with quarterbacks anymore. You know, with a young quarterback like Jalen Hurts, probably beginning of the year or into last year, they were like, go one, two, run. One's not there, two's not there, run. Now he's a little more comfortable into the year. Okay, take it to three. Go to one, to two, to three, to run. There's no more. Who gives this? Ooh, wow. That was close. Rip. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ashy. <laughs> Who cares about the fifth option, right? It's going to give you four yards. That's what they need. It's not a dual threat. It's just someone that can have that the has ability that to tuck it, run, and go for 25, 30 yards. 800-990-3776. We are asking you this morning for your Roses Are Red poems for our contest with our friends over at Milwaukee Pretzel Company. Roses are red, violets are blue, and fill it out with your uh, Wisconsin sports story. Let's see. Lee and Racine weighing in saying, Roses are red. Gabe is a fool. Had he worked harder, he could have played Division Two. I don't think fool Ooh. and two yeah. rhyme, Gabe. Yeah, no, they don't. They he, don't go he's together. He's doing the old closing time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He's trying to rhyme jackets with exits. It's just not, you know, you, you got to stretch it. Jackets a and exits, like it just doesn't. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Keep getting us your roses are red. Wisconsin sports poems. We'll read some of your submissions right after this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.
It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Unbelievable that they ran all over this vaunted defense. Why this did elite we drink the defense. Kool-Aid? What Kool-Aid? Why? It was poop Kool-Aid. And we gobbled it down. On 94.5 ESPN. curious what bothered people more about the game to be honest with you the slippery surface or the call at the end of the game if there was because again for the most part guys i think it was a good game i think it was entertaining obviously when you got a tie game 35 points a piece late in the game you know they're moving the chains there's some big plays i think it had everything you wanted one person weighing in on the espn wisconsin talk and text line said that Giannis won the day he was in that google pixel commercial where he was getting posterized by yeah. somebody and he deleted himself from the picture because that was what they were pushing was like how you can Photoshop your images. He was in a commercial? Yeah. Unmemorable. Very, very briefly. Uh, well, it was it's not like he was... Compilation ones where they had yeah. a bunch of superstars in it and it's then not like he, was he was in it as well. Yeah, he wasn't the star of the commercial. He was just in the commercial because mm. they had a bunch of other well, yes, I was, stars I was just talking to Ashy, who gave me a we, wonderful answer. We were? Yeah, about Gronk. I want to know if Gronk made yeah. the kick. And Ashley's like, well, he made it, but then they said he didn't. So I don't really know what happened. That's, that's Wasn't a, he kicking the, the field goal live? It didn't seem to be very live to me. Yeah, and he 100% made the kick, and then they said it's no good. But he made the kick. Watch the video. It looked like it was good, but, but I they thought said it was, it was a no contest. Good. Yeah, but people still won regardless. I don't know. It was very confusing. Let's read some of our Roses are Red submissions. We are doing a contest here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Roses are Red Wisconsin Sports Poem Contest, where you give us your Roses are Red poem. We pick the three best ones, and they will get a prize package from our friends over at Milwaukee Pretzel Company. They've got some really cool heart pretzels that they are giving, uh, selling for Valentine's Day. So here's a couple of submissions that are coming in on the ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line 800-990-3776. Here we go. Roses are red, violets are blue, Aaron Rodgers, loop-de-loo. Is that trying to say that he's a... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we talked about making up words and songs on Friday. I, maybe you're trying to hit that note, um, but it doesn't really land for me. I think, I think I'm in the lead right now. I, re- I, I do. Chewy's is really good. I'll have to find that one again. I'll have to what? find there were responses to Chewy's because it was oh, about okay. Ashton's dating. Correct. Uh, roses are red, violets are blue. Up. Jimmy Haslam buying the Bucks. Anyone but you. Are we in on the Jimmy Haslam rumors about so, buying the Bucks? From my understanding, from he'd, he'd only have 25%. So I think under that agreement, Wes would be also purchasing some of it. So Wes would be majority owner. Wes would be the majority owner because I don't think he wants to do the sharing of the governorship thing that they've had to do where for the first five years, Wes was in charge. Now we're in the five years where Mark Lasry is in charge, and I don't think Wes wants to do that. So at 25%, I guess he has a little bit more of a say, but it's no different than Craig or Aaron Rodgers or David Gruber or all these other people who are minority owners. It's just a bigger chunk. He doesn't actually have a say. It still comes down to Wes. 800-990-3776. Keep getting us your Roses Are Red Wisconsin sports poems for our Milwaukee Pretzel Company contest. Roses Are Red. Stop signs are too. Jen rolls right through them. Go back to driving school. Try to emphasize because it doesn't back really driving rhyme. School. school. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have the rhyme. I appreciate the sentiment, okay. though, because, yeah, you probably should go back to driving school. 
Roses are red, the Packers are not. Rogers does drugs and plays like I can't say that on the radio. <laughs> Roses are hey, red, Bucky is too, but it's all Packers talk on Jen, Gabe, and Chew by Terry. Yeah, I mean, what, you want to talk, talk about a bad basketball team? Roses are red, Ashton's car was stolen. Everyone laughed as the moron nickname was chosen. <laughs> That's creative. I kind of like is it. it? You what, didn't you appreciate being, yeah. Roses are red. Yeah. Brett Favre is in trouble. Bucks in six with a Giannis triple double. Trouble and double rhyme. See, I like I like that because it covers a lot of ground in the very short period of time. Yeah. Roses are red. I am so through. Rogers just leave. Goody, you too. Ooh. Blaming hard, everybody at twelve sixty five. Hard to the right? hole. I like that one. Uh, Jordan and Brookfield weighing in saying roses are red. Violets are a thing. When will this state get another ring? Oh, we're just coming off the Bucks Ooh. title two seasons ago. Yeah. But I guess, I understand. Roses are red, violets are okay. Packers need a weapon. Bring back Devontae. I mean, it's not going to happen, but I, I like the creativity. I mean, I like, it, it's a little bit different, you know, in terms of the rhyming. Ron and the key weighing in, and this is the reaction I was saying to the Chewy rhyme from earlier, the Chewy poem from earlier. Roses are red, shamrocks are green. I know Ash is dateless, but damn, Chew, that's mean. That's pretty good. Can Do you remember how I can't Do you win? That might be the leader was. in the clubhouse. Do you remember what yours no. was? Did Ash play basketball with Ron yesterday? I know. Ron was coaching, so he was not there. Roses okay. are red. Rogers, the diva. He'll do isolation. Come out and say, "See ya." I, I just, I, again, usually I'm a stickler for the rhyme, but that's actually that's, not that's, horrible. No, that's close. Uh, lots of. No, I mean, we got lots and lots of roses are red poems rolling in. Uh, roses are red. Violets are thin. What are the superb owl squares winners? And what did we win? Ooh, very good question, Ashy. Who won superb owl squares here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy? Our guy Mitch R won. I Mitch believe he was a Thursday R. contestant. Yeah. Congratulations, Mitch R. You are our big winner on superb owl squares. He now we are looking for back. a winner for. Roses are red, Wisconsin sports poem in honor of Valentine's Day. And we are teaming up with our friends over at Milwaukee Pretzel Company. Roses are red, violets are blue. Vodka is cheaper than dinner for two. <laughs> I kind of like that true. one. That one might be, the, the, since Chewy can't win, that might be my actual leader in the clubhouse right now. So just so you know, we don't have a name on that one. We just have a number, which of course we can re, uh, react to people or get, bring them in. I'm pretty sure we don't. Oh, no, it's Lee and Hartford. Lee and Hartford with the vodka is cheaper than dinner for two. Good job, Lee and Hartford. We really like that one. Um, sham- roses are red. Shamrocks bring luck. The window is closed. The Packers are suck. Needed another word there, I think. I'm guessing there was <laughs> right. another word there. In Jen, Jen just editorial. Oh, Jen, <laughs> Jen decided to do the right thing and not read the word that she can't say out loud. I got much better, especially okay. when the other guy said the T word, and I can't say that on the <laughs> no. radio. No, 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 no. Uh, roses are red. Oh, hold on. I saw one here from Ashy's mom. Did you delete it? <gasps> Ashy deleted the text. <laughs> Wow, I thought I would have gotten faster than that. No, I saw it. <laughs> Why are you deleting your text? It Susie, send it back in. I will click on it. She I doesn't will know read how. It quickly. Yes, she does. She can just copy and paste it right in. That's I can't believe you deleted your mom's text. I feel like we can all believe that. That's, That's so rude. 
I am going to have to take Susie's number off of that and then just personally text her just so we can, you know, have the personal talk Thank and text you. line. Yes, I so agree. So then Ashton just can't I'll give you her phone number. in. It, it's on Here, good the luck, talk and text good line. Good luck decoding her text messages, by the way. I should pull out some of the things she texts me. You think that it's harder to decode her texts than Chewy's texts? Very she, good point. She gives him a run for the money. Point by game. <laughs> Come on. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm sorry. Roses are red. Aaron makes us blue, but we still have Giannis and Luke Fickle, too. That from Carrie in Mayville. And you talked earlier about covering a lot of ground. Hits everything. Boom, boom, boom. Three big teams right there. Roses are red. Young quarterbacks are cool. Give us some love. Don't be a tool. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I'm having a Super Bowl party. Now, where the heck is Chew? <laughs> Bill from Greenfield. Sleepy. See, now that is timely. That is uh, relevant to the show. Keep getting us your, your Roses Are Red Wisconsin sports poems in honor of Valentine's Day here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. You can tweet them to us at Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, or you can continue using the ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line. The three best poems will win a prize package from our friends over at Milwaukee Pretzel Company. We'll take a break. Be right back after this. But first, guys, I want to tell you about my friends over at Great Midwest Bank. Maybe you're looking to buy a home now because life happened, and we love it when life happens, right? Maybe you got married. Maybe you're looking to downsize. Maybe you have a baby on the way. Well, Great Midwest Bank can make any of those situations a little bit easier for you. Their loan officers know the loan process can add stress to an already busy life, and that's why they want to relieve some of that stress. They will walk you through the entire process and get you what you need. You know what they call it? You've probably heard me talk about it before. It's a state of banquility. And doesn't that just sound better than the stress and anxiety that goes along with these big life decisions? The feeling of tranquility you feel when you find out how easy the loan process and the banking process can be. Banquility. Just makes me feel more relaxed. Reach out to Great Midwest Bank today and experience that state of banquility. Visit greatmidwestbank.com, greatmidwestbank.com to get started on a home mortgage loan and make your way to that state of banquility. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Probably are forums, groups, areas where you can find someone in that space. Yeah, but here's the thing I'm just a normal person, so that doesn't really apply to me. That hurts. Not going to lie. <laughs> You're not normal. On 94.5 ESPN. Here we go. I love how creative our loyal listeners are getting. Sending in their poems for our... Roses Are Red Wisconsin Sports Poem Contest partnering with Milwaukee Pretzel Company. Roses are red, bruises are blue. The admirals can skate and fight better than you. Now that, I haven't seen a lot of admirals love on the talk and text line. I kind of like it from a uniqueness standpoint. But we also love that a lot of people are using the Giannis and the Rogers and the other things. Who is the person I said? Charles in Waukesha had my favorite one so far. And again, I don't have the entire vote. I just have a potential vote. And that one was, roses are red, darkness is black. What will be Giannis's next 50-point snack? So see, he hit the syllables, right? sure. the, the cadence of it. He's got the rhyme with the black and the snack. He's got relevant storylines because Giannis just had the 50 Culver storyline. And also, Rogers is going into the darkness retreat. Chew, Chew, do you like that one? Would that one get your vote? I'll vote. Uh, 
Yeah, that's top five right now. So Gabe, that's pretty good. Gabe has taken a position of, well, let me just read one. Roses are red, violets are blue. The best start to the day is with Jen, Gabe, and Chu. Oh, that's just, there, there's your winner. Get him out. Why? I'm more likely to respond to the one that uh, was making fun of me and said if I worked harder, I could have played Division Two. Even though it didn't rhyme. Even though it didn't rhyme, it was better. I don't, no, I'm out, of, I'm out on suck-ups. Okay. Make I, fun of us. I am in on the suck-up. Hey, what, what do we do now? What do you mean, what do we do now? No more football? I mean, what Pitchers do do? and catchers report in one week. The Bucks are doing fantastic. They've won 10 straight. Yep. Like, this is a good time to be a Wisconsin sports fan. Um, nah, uh, are you more worried be. that it's Rogers isn't going to give us any content this week because he's oh, going God. dark? G- dear baby Jesus, seven pounds, six ounces, <laughs> baby Jesus, or whatever it was. Please, God. So we're expecting something by the end of the week? Uh, no, I would not say. I mean, he's supposed to be out of isolation by the end of the week. If we got something, I would say two weeks from now, somewhere between the 27th and 3rd, I'd feel pretty optimistic about that. That's okay. what an option or a decision is coming from from Aaron. I, I'm just wondering, what are, XFL coming up next? or? Well, we saw all the commercials for the USFL. Uh, yes, the XFL will be coming as well. You know, we're okay. only a couple months from spring football games. All of the college football teams will be playing spring their spring game. I will be a so locked into. Oh, right, we'll have the tournament in Marquette, obviously. Which, by the way, the new rankings come out today. Correct. The new uh, rankings correct. come out today. Probably jump out of the top ten. I know unfortunately. because they lost that game. But again, they split their their last two. Uh, big win on Saturday as well. Roses are red. Adonazio is cheap. The Brewers suck and make me weep. Ah, uh, true. XFL starts on Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, life's not that bad then. Vegas and Arlington, followed by Orlando and Houston. Like games on Sunday. You got Saturday and Sunday games going on. There you go, big guy. You gonna okay. pick a team? Did we pick a team? I thought we picked like the Rough Riders or the Vipers or the Dragons. Or something. Oh, yeah, we no. took the Vegas Vipers because Tampa Bay used to be the Vipers in the old XFL, and Tampa Bay was me and Chu's team since he was down there. So we decided to All stick right. with the Vipers and do Vegas. I mean, just no. the fact that I was able to think of a few XFL teams. Isn't there a Dragons team? We talked uh, about that. Yes, that's Seattle. my team. That's my team. Seattle's the Dragons. Keep getting us your. Roses are red, Wisconsin sports poems for our contest with our friends over at Milwaukee Pretzel Company. One more here before we go. Roses are red, some screws are too loose. After four days in the dark, Rogers will still be a douche. From Ronnie and German. <laughs> I think we found Chewy's favorite. Thanks for listening to Jed Gabe and Chewy. Will the and Tasha's next on ESPN Milwaukee. We'll see ya.